What's up, everybody? It's Sanchez405. Welcome back to On the Warpath. If you're new, make sure you click that subscribe button. Hit the bell so you get notifications anytime there's new content posted. And as always, like, comment, share this video out because you know what we do here. We're talking Washington football team all the time. And it's Warpath Wednesday, y'all, so you know we always have a guest come on here and we preview the upcoming game. And we'll actually recap because I wasn't here due to my laziness and being on vacation and everything. We've got a big guest coming on here. The man who is the director of football at Longwood University uh, and the uh, the head NFL man at Sideline Sports. I bring you the one, the only Parker Hamlet. Parker, my <laughs> brother, how are you doing? Why do you have me on mute? They couldn't hear me chuckling through that intro, man. I, a lot like you, Corey. I, I was stumbling through the weekend, man. I, I happened to get a podcast out. I was lucky I did, that's for sure. But what a great weekend, man. And I was just listening to you on some HCWR, man. You're, you're a welcome addition over there. But an honor to join you on, on the warpath. Love it. I, I, I appreciate it. And this is not a paid uh, visit like uh, Parker has uh, kind of dragged me through the dirt saying that uh, uh, I he, he has to pay for pictures with me. You know, that's a lot. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, shout out to Freddie and Maddie on HT. We are y'all check out their podcast. Uh, they've been on here before. Hopefully we're going to have them on here again. But I do keys uh, to victory. And uh, it's been pretty fun so far over the uh, first three years. Ah, well, you know, um, uh, we we try our best. I'm learning from the best over here, brother. So, um, you know, and we'll dive into it. You and I actually got to see each other on Thursday. One of the very few people that I got to see from our podcasting family and everything. But, oh, my goodness, man. If that was not one of the best games you could go and watch. Um, shout out to my boy, Door Gunner, too, by the way. Uh, hooked me up with the tickets. He's a season ticket holder. And I was able to sit in front of him and i actually saw parker off in the distance well john actually came up to me and i, I saw john I said john what's up he said parker's over there i was like you're just sitting there all by your lonesome i almost snuck over this house sit over there but I said my boy gave me these tickets so i had to go but man what did you think about thursday night i think you know some people say this is overreaction you know how it is Corey. Mm -hmm. us Washington football team fans can't be excited about winning games nope. uh oh they're celebrating it like it's a super bowl i I don't know your track record with, with attending games at FedEx Field. I know you're a recent uh, season ticket holder. Mm -hmm. I know you've been in a lot of events, a lot like I have. That's the most loud I've heard FedEx in a very long time. And mainly because the Giants have been the monkey on our back. You know, I listened yes. to your preview show. Uh, that Daniel Jones 4-0 against the Washington football team, and we just could not shake Daniel Jones. He plays like number six overall pick when he's at FedEx field, Corey. And mm -hmm. there's always something about it. And, you know, I, I remember she said on your preview show that it was kind of something along the lines of like, it's always been friendly enemies. I, mm -hmm. I went on watched in my show with Rhea Robinson. I'm sure you saw Rhea Thursday yeah. night. So I, I've, I, I can't stand the giants at this point. To me, that feels like the rivalry. I hate the giants more than I hate the Cowboys. And I've gone on record and said that multiple times. So to finally get that monkey off our back, Corey, it's big time. And it was very much needed, especially with us not having another divisional matchup for another 12 weeks. Yeah. You know? I, That's yeah, big time. Absolutely. Uh, you and I, we want to talk because I think I hate the Eagles more than I hate both of those Ooh. two teams. So okay. like, I just, I, I hate them. Like I, I hate Philadelphia with a passion, the city, their fans, 
Uh, they are a pimple on the buttocks of society. Uh, <laughs> I've got a more look, dude. I, I got a thesis on this that we might have to go through later. What's up, third day? Hey, man, your shirt is in the mail, so you should be getting here pretty soon. Micro Mike, my guy, the best Detroit Lions YouTuber there is out there. Check him out. Him and the guys from the ISM, my boys, check those guys out. And Anna, of course, making sure y'all don't forget to like this, man. But yeah, the, the game was a um. In the words of Rio, the vibes were immaculate. Actually, got to, I, I had to wear my, I had to wear this, uh, the little soccer towel that we had here. I feel like, <laughs> I, like we'll just, uh, we'll, we'll, here we go. Now I'm feeling fancy, but I got to see where, where I was sitting at. I don't know if you noticed this. You probably did. Like we were right under the press box. Yes. So right under, right where I walked across. The Giants radio booth was there, and I'm sitting there. You, Carl, you pointed this out yeah. to me. You, you got to tell Carl, listeners about this. Carl Banks and Bob Papa, who are the radio voices for the New York Giants, and I look up at Carl Banks. I said, I, said, I know that guy from I said, that, I said, damn it, that's Carl Banks. And I'm like, Carl! <laughs> I feel like Urkel. I feel like, Carl! And I you like, pointed him out. Like, he knew where you were. He knew where you were. I said, Carl, I don't talk crap. I really don't before ball games, right? And I said, Carl, <laughs> the streak ends tonight, buddy. And he's just sitting there like this. And he had the like the the you know how like the ladies wear those clear glasses with the frames in the, the clear yes. frames now. So I said, I told him, I said, Carl, I said, go give your daughter back his her glasses. I said, that's why you sucked when you were here in Washington for that one year. But he was just like, and so. After the game, right, and after Rusty Dusty almost almost cost this game, but guys, I look at, I said, Carl, Carl, he got up and left. So it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Bob Papa, oh, the okay. elitist that he is, uh, in play by play, uh, he he did not acknowledge me, so I was very disappointed in uh in that reaction. But you know, it, it was a great game. I thought that Taylor Heineke. Came out there, and I, I'm going to say this. I'll look into the camera right now. Taylor, if you're watching, which you're probably not. not I'm sorry. Tyler. I'm sorry, boo. I'm sorry, boo. I am. I'm sorry for me making fun of your inability to stay healthy. Um, and I, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Crack a green bottle up to you, buddy. Join the hive. Well, it might, might be a blue bottle. We don't know yet. Hi yeah. Heineken's not giving Taylor much feedback, and Bud Light might sleep <laughs> in. That's a that's something to follow, Corey. That's something yeah. to follow, bro. I, I, you could print money with that partnership. I, I don't know could. why Heineken hasn't done it yet. Yeah, Heineken. It's like a bird cost. Like Heineken. You know, it's just <laughs> you're just having a good time with it. But Taylor, I mean, played really well. Granted, that defense and the coverage they were giving you, you should have played well against them. But honestly. Terry McLaurin, can we shut up now about a, the NFL top 100? Because, you know, you saw on my Twitter, I posted that touchdown, and I'm like, he's not a top top 100 player. Stop it. That is the most egregious thing to that young man. He does every, he's everything you want in a wide receiver. He doesn't run his mouth, and he goes out there and plays hard. Like, I, I don't get this. Like it's why as he's simple getting, as getting him the ball, Corey. And exactly. He got a season high targets. I think it was 14. I think he hauled in a, mm -hmm. a bunch of targets Thursday yep. night. And that seems to be why he is such a soft spot for Taylor. Obviously, there's the moxie, there's the locker room leader aspect of to of it to it as well. But he just wants somebody to get him the ball. And that 
seems to be the only one who's been able to do that so far. And that, that, that blows me that that's even an issue. Yeah. But finally, we have someone that can finally give our best player on the entire team. That's a little bit of a controversial statement. Chase Young with a not so hot start to the year, but Terry McLaurin, scary Terry finally has a someone under center that can consistently get him the ball and it's a hell of a roller coaster i'm excited to see yeah. where it takes this man i really yeah am. I, I mean what's up patrick west how you doing and Unger to the max what's up brother got 400 subs congratulations to him go nice. check him out he's a cleveland browns youtuber i know that's kind of uh, weird to say but uh yeah they do have those uh but <laughs> i'm just kidding uh but you know, and you talk. You brought up Chase Young, Scott Novak. Uh, I think who we can agree was a tool bag for um, throwing that rough in the passer. Like Chase's only problem, the only thing he did wrong on that play was to check with the official. Like if Chase hadn't have turned around and said, "Hey, am I good?" Novak would have never thrown that flag. I'm convinced of it because he waited about 15 seconds after the play was over with. You could have been on to the next play. And then the roughing – I mean, the officiating was bad on both sides. But, oh, that, man. Was just, but that was just a great – and that, you couple that with the Cosme um, – what was it? They called it unnecessary roughness on a side block? Like, come on now, man. There was too much going on Thursday night with that, man. I really thought that that was going to cost us. And that's the first thing I was going to go to. And I, I hate blaming officiating. Yeah. I feel like it's a cop-out. I feel like it's how you lack taking accountability for your part in a loss. But – like you said, man, it was like playing against two teams on Thursday night. Luckily, the Washington football team edged them out. But, I mean, with Chase Young, man, you know, the sack total, and, you know, him and Mata said they're going to break the sack total record this year. But all in all, Chase Young, something that people like to note last year was that it's those high-impact plays. Mm -hmm. You know, something we said a couple episodes back on Silence Washington, Corey, is context matters. Yep. If you check all these snaps and – you know, Brian Baldinger came out today and said Chase Young isn't even the best pass rusher on the team. It's Montez Sweat. I, you know, being there, seeing the game, seeing the performance, Chase Young still brings that to the Washington football team defense. Yeah. It's We're in week two, people. Now week three. I, I think people really need to pump the brakes. Don't you think, Corey? I yeah, oh, no. No, I – you know, and, and you talk about the defense and everything. I, I said I'm not going to be cr heavily critical of this defense until after week four. Now, if we don't clean this up, uh, it's going to be a tough task, right, against Buffalo. And then you got Atlanta coming in here. If you don't clean this mess up by week four or five, that's not a habit. That's a trend. And that's that's something you've Bingo. got to go. You've got to go and you've got to correct that. Um, but, yeah, I, I just thought that, um, you know, Jonathan Allen, really, you, you could argue he's your best pass rusher right now with the sacks on T. He's done great. I've never seen – a player come out and dominate like he has after getting paid. Right, right. I was literally about to say that right after he puts pen to paper. That's only the exact opposite of what happens mm -hmm. in the league. But Jonathan Allen, man, been a game breaker. And this is against guards like week two, like Will Hernandez. Will mm -hmm. Hernandez is a pretty good guard coming out of the New York Giants. People can trash that offensive line all they want, but you know, then taking on some of the guards in week one as well. Jonathan Allen has has played against some pretty good competition, yeah. and he has shown up. And in my opinion, like you said, been the best player in this Washington football team defense, bar none. You know, I, mm -hmm. you just really don't see that ever. No. And Jonathan Allen's always been kind of a vocal locker room leader, and to me, at least to my knowledge, Corey, this is the best mm -hmm. start he's had to his season since he's been in the NFL. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I think I, so. I think uh, what is he's got three sacks right now. Yeah, three sacks uh, in the year so far. Yeah, shout out to my boy Tim Sports Talk. Y'all go check him out. 
And he says Chase was not good enough last game, period. He's got to get better. Sweat, Sweat is the best pass rusher, but Allen is a beast. Love that dude. He loving him beforehand. Uh, what's up, D Biggie? How you doing, brother? Um, yeah, but I just thought I comes out there, pen to paper, and now we go, we go to the back room. Our linebackers, they're just not cutting it right now. Um, John Bostic, a guy who I've defended multiple times. I can't do it. I can't do it anymore to defend him because I mean, he, he runs away from coverage. Like this is not, this is not a thing. He runs away from it. Like God rest my soul. My father ran away from child support. Like that's what he does. Um, Hey, I ain't gonna look, I ain't gonna lie. You can talk to my mama about that. That's just, it's just what it is. Um, that's what he does. He, I mean, while he's giving people business advice and everything, he's not doing what he needs to do on the side of the field. And Cole Holcomb, uh, which we looking for this big season, you were there, Parker. He was all the rave of training camp. Where the hell is this guy? Uh, okay, now he is leading the Washington football team in tackles right now. Yeah. And to be fair with you, he made a couple of good plays in coverage on, on Thursday night. I will say that. To me, he probably on paper pops out as the most productive linebacker in this court. But what really is that saying? Yeah. That's that's the conversation, really. And, you know, there's another guy mm-hmm. we might talk about while we're here, a guy that yeah. I'm really not allowed to say anything good or bad about, and that's number 52, first-round draft pick. 19th overall, Mr. Jamin oh, Davis. Oh, God, here we go. Here Knew it was going to happen. I, I, I went on the five, five report last night, Buffalo Bills, and the first play on the defense they asked me about is Jamin Davis. My name is linked to his name. Everybody knows how I feel about the draft pick. Mm-hmm. But Corey, how, how do you feel about Jamin Davis so far in 2021? Yeah, I, I got to hear that. R-E-L-A-X, relax. He's, got, he's learning. He played at Kentucky. Like in the brood played again. He was a senior. He was a, a one season wonder, right? But we know what he can do. He covered probably the best offensive weapon in the draft, right? And Kyle Pitts, he did a good job against him. For sure. We'll we'll see that on display uh coming up here uh next week. Not this week coming up, but uh when we go down to Atlanta. So I'm giving him a, a couple of uh I, I'm gonna give him leeway here. I give him about I'm gonna give him about eight weeks. And if he's not doing his thing, then then we're gonna have some problems. But also, you have Jack Del Rio, who is a linebacker, Ron Rivera, who is a linebacker, Steve Russ, who's not a bad defensive coach. No, uh, he, he shouldn't be lagging behind. And, and the fact that we have these guys who are struggling at the linebacker spot uh, lends credence to uh, something you know, something bigger that could be going on here. Uh, shout out to our boy Josh Taylor up in the house what's up josh what's up josh uh, cole holcomb wasn't that good and uh thane says heineke needs to slow down and wait on routes there's a bunch of big plays he missed last week our d has to step up in the secondary you're absolutely right there uh and i had just lost i lost my train of thought. i had a question that i was going to ask you and it'll probably come back to me but i was just oh cole holcomb a lot of his tackles are impact tackles like he's absorbing the blow He's not going in there and um and accepting. Like he's not, he's just going like, hey, let me just get okay, I'll stop you right here. He's not being proactive on it. He's waiting. I've seen this in this defense. It's like you look back at week one, right? It's third and 16. Why are you like it's like they're afraid to get somebody behind them? And we saw that when Darius Slayton dropped that ball, Bostic right? is the biggest culprit in this argument. Yes. That, that is where he is the definition of a liability. Yes. I mean, he's – and see, see, Corey, that seems to be the trend with this defense. Mm-hmm. Great. I don't think that they aren't, aren't capable of being great. 
these guys are not where they need to be. And, and right. you you look at each press conference, you listen to Del Rio, you listen to everybody. The guys are not where they need to be. And, and this right. is happening way too much. And you cannot afford to make those mistakes against Justin Herbert. Mind you, they just lost to our division rivals, the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> but to the you official. know, I, <laughs> official. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to me, but it, this right. week, Josh Allen, if you're not where you need to be, he's going to make you. I think the watch football team defense, this is the measuring stick game, as Ron yeah. Rivera said. It, this is a huge test for them. This is really going to show us where they're at. And mm-hmm. that, the Bills, you know, I'm not going to sit here and, and, and downplay them, downsize them at all, but they're not exactly off to a hot start this no, season. No, they're not. You know? You look at Josh Allen, you look at Taylor Heineke, Taylor's beaten him in a couple of statistics. I would never thought I would say that in week three of this season. But, you know, I think this matchup is a lot closer than a lot of people think. I know it's minus 7.5. Buffalo are the favorites right now. It went, down. it went down two and a half. It's went down two and a half, too, hasn't it, since then? I think so. It's been changing yeah. a lot. It's really yeah. hard for me to keep up with it, not going to lie to you. But I really do think if Washington comes in and plays their best ball, reminiscent of like a Pittsburgh Steeler matchup last year. Mm-hmm. They can knock Buffalo off their feet. I really think they can. Yeah. And hey, we gotta bring we gotta wear the all whites though. What's up, Sean? Skins fan all day. He finally changed it back. Congratulations, <laughs> my brother. Shout, shout out to you. Um and uh let's see here. Bostic does a great uh does a great flops lol defense version of fit style. <laughs> style nice. man's got bad hips. But you know, I you bring up Del Rio, and I thought it was kind of interesting. I was reading a quote here on him assessing linebackers play. I'm not really in the assess the group business. I think our football team is playing hard. I think our guys are doing a solid job. <laughs> Uh, I think there are some areas where we can clean it up all three levels. I think D-line, linebackers, DBs, there are some things that have been really good, and there are some things that we need to do a little bit better. Uh, let's just uh, cut through the crap like here. I, I mean, I don't have any kids, but I feel like this is the moment where they crap in the diaper and you got to find the quarter. Here we go. <laughs> You're not in the assessing of the linebacker of the group. You played the damn position at a high level, Jack. What? I, I really feel like everybody, like Corey, is afraid to point fingers right now. And I don't see what's wrong with taking accountability. Thank you. I mean, if, if, okay, if we're going to sit here and use this argument of, well, they're all former linebackers, they know linebacker in play. If that's going to be the constant go-to, then what do you expect people to do in times of crisis? Mm-hmm. Look at you. They're going to look at you. You're, exactly. the, you're the measuring stick. You're the rhetoric, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I don't understand how he can even – I mean, he's going to say his bull crap to the media. Right. That, that, that's a normality with coaching staff. And, you know, Rivera is, is kind of gives us a little bit more than we deserve sometimes, kind of gets straight to the point. But like you're, like you're saying, Corey, he just can't say things like that. That's not, was, it's not sustainable. I'm like, what are you doing? I mean, this defense – yeah, you got there. Here you go, Parker. 58%. That's the number that the conversion rate of opponents on third down against our defense. That's good enough for 30th in the NFL. Yeah, I like lay. I use sticky notes, damn it. And I'm hey, hey, hey. I use sticky you, notes. You gotta do, man. I, yeah. dude, I got sticky notes on this stuff. So I'm like, uh, apparently, if this is the money down, Jack, what the hell are you doing? Why are you not blitzing until the second half? Thank you. Thank you. How about that? Let's let's Thank talk you. about that while we're at it. Why you, why don't you? Why don't you protect the sticks? Like on their third and 16 against the Chargers. Why didn't you protect the sticks? Why are people why are people not protecting the sticks? 
Like, why are you five yards off the line in the game? Why is your secondary five yards off the line in the game? Why is Chase Young dropping into coverage like five times? Got, a game? To tell, oh my God. You. I, I was you. watching all 22 uh, from week one, week two, and that is just mm. happening too much. It's happening yeah. too much. And then, but you want to drop Chase into coverage, but you don't want to even remotely plan for Daniel Jones to tuck and run like he's been uh -huh. doing against those four straight matchups as well. I, yep. it's just, Jack's got a hand in this, man. And I think he's got more of a hand in it than people want to admit. Yeah. And it, it, here's the thing. You look at Scott Turner, right? He's mm -hmm. dealt with this, this just constant carousel of quarterbacks, Corey. It, it, it's kind of hard to judge him on, on his workload so Facts. far because he's had no consistency. Jack's had these guys. Mm -hmm. Jack's had these guys playing at a high level. We're early in the season. Guys are healthy. I, I, mean, I understand the team doesn't know who they are yet, but I offer this to Washington fans and anyone mm -hmm. listening, watching, whatever have you. Jack Del Rio defenses historically do get better throughout the year. Yeah. So you say R-E-L-A-X, relax for Jamin yeah. Davis. Maybe we need to do the same thing for the defense. But those numbers yeah. are drawing, Corey. I can't argue yeah. with you on that. Yeah, I'm like, like, and you know, if you ever listen to me, I am a stickler for third down on both sides yeah. of the ball. I, I am thick. If you can't get off the field and you can't stay on the field, you're going to look. Guess what? You can't win ball games. That's what it is there. Uh, let me give it a little shout out to people. DJ 23, Heineke needs to stop throwing the ball high to give receivers a chance. We'll talk about that here in a minute. Same brother. Uh, what's up, Mary? Did a bad job of assessing linebackers. Yeah, that's a good point there. John Boston made a huge mistake on that third and 13. Yes, he did. But the whole dag on the whole dag on defense did on that one. Double team the flat. Uh, let's see. What's up, Rolando? Shout out to Rolando. This is my dude who called Sam Cosme getting picked by Washington like uh three weeks before it actually happened. Uh, let's see here. Who else we got? Landon. Landon Austin Collins. Payne. Yep. That dude. He Let's get into Landon. I love to talk about Landon Collins today. Josh, Josh, we, Josh, cover yours. Don't you perk up here because I'm gonna block you if you <laughs> no shut up. Landon Collins bit on the same effing design as last year in New York. He bit on it. I'm starting to call him Marv Albert. That's exactly because he bit. He bites. Like Marv bit on prostitutes back in D.C. long time ago. <laughs> That's exactly what he's doing. He's biting. Shout out to Kenny Albert. I'd love to have you on here one day. Um, we'll have to delete the things that I say about your dad. Either way, um, and, and to double that, Parker, why the hell is Landon Collins playing more snaps than Cameron Curl? I'd love to know. And, and here's the thing I'd love to know. I'd love to ask you this, since you seem to be a numbers guy and you're mm -hmm. on top of your game tonight. To the people that are landing apologists, and I, there are plenty of you out there. It's not just Josh. <coughs> Josh Taylor. Okay. I, I asked it. <laughs> what is Landon doing right? What is he offering this defense that Cameron Crow can't offer? Hell, that Bobby McCain can't offer this defense. Because mm -hmm. Bobby McCain, when he is on the field, is making a hell of a lot more plays Landon Collins. I know he's yeah. got more tackles in him. I know he's made more high-impact plays. I, I, I can't go across the entire thing right now. But off the top of my head, I, just from everything I've observed, yeah. Bobby McCain has made more plays for this secondary in this watch football team defense than Landon Collins has. And you could say locker room leader. You could say coming back from injury. You, you can plug in whatever excuse you want. But there is a reason that every single time Ron Rivera is at that podium is asked by Landon Collins, he makes the mistakes because he can't wait to get this guy off the books. He really can't. Yeah. You can talk about the Alabama connection all you want. I can mm -hmm. understand. And I also understand that Landon Collins played at a high level at one point in the National Football League. It has not happened since he's been wearing nope. burgundy and gold. No. Nope. End of story. And, and Rivera has – it kind of brought in this youth movement, 
Landon Collins, when he's in the box, makes a difference. Now, I'm not going to hear sit here and tell you, Corey, that Landon Collins never makes plays because that's just right. not- no, no, no. He opened fair. the game off, actually coming down to the box, crashing on Saquon Barkley, and set the tone. But as an offensive coordinator of an opposing team, mm-hmm. I throw it 26 all day because yeah. 26 is not a sideline to sideline safety. And there's a reason Landon is in the box. To me, you get more maximum usage out of him at the linebacker position. Mm-hmm. Point blank, end of story. I understand Landon wants to play safe. Wants to play safety. They're going to let him play safety. He's done everything they've asked of him. But at this point, to be accumulating as much money as he is, and you know, for people to be so high on him, I just I don't see what he brings to the defense. And uh, I and I love the signing coming in, Corey. I love. I did too. I did too. But you know, uh, I think even Pro Football Focus had made it uh, said the best linebacker. Um, in the two, 2019 free agency pool was Landon Collins. Um, I, I can't. It's be, true. It's not. It's not wrong. Uh, he's an undersized linebacker. Like, why can't he? Who was the guy who played for the Rams? Uh, Mark who was like, yeah, Mark Barron, Marcus Golden too. These guys, they were like safeties, but they came I down. I feel to the play. same way, Corey, about Jamal Adams. Look what the Seahawks are giving this guy. And he's just a linebacker. Burned. That's all he is. Burned. Cooking. I mean, it's it, that's an expensive, very mm-hmm. expensive decision to make when you're building any roster. Oh, yeah. and it's not one that Rivera and this coaching staff made. And I guarantee you, if they were the hell Martin Mayhew, Ron Rivera, and his office was around, mm-hmm. they would have never put Landon on pen and paper for yeah. that. That was to appease the fans, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no other way to put it. I yeah. think he'd be blunt. No, don't be. We 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 love truth. We love bluntness here. Uh, shout out to my boy Armand Brown. Uh, but Armand, I, I look, I said we should trade. John, uh, you said it, you said it, you did. A lot of us said this, but who is going to trade for Landon Collins even before all this? Who's going to trade for a guy who just tore his Achilles and who can't, who's liability and coverage? Nobody's going to do that. You're not going to get anything out of him with no. that contract. We, we weren't going to get that. I get what you're saying, and I agree 110% with you, but it's not going to – nobody's going to take that deal. No, period. Nobody, it's yeah. just too much on the books, man. It, yeah. After this year, they can they can cut loose and be done with it and, and, and have them off the books. It, no mm-hmm. bad blow with Lane Collins. It's just schematically he brings nothing mm-hmm. to the team. I mean, like I said, in the box, he makes plays. Yeah. But you got guys around the league that made that switch and, and made some money doing it. And I, it kind of makes me question some decision-making with Del Rio and them and how they kind of mm-hmm. handled that thing in the offseason was really where they had the official media statement, the interviews. I mean, if they want to if they want to die on hill, that hill, that's fine. But it, like I said, guys like Bobby McCain, just look at statistics. Bobby McCain brings mm-hmm. more of the defense right now, in my opinion, can get around and coverage a, a hell of a lot better. And mm-hmm. to me, price tag and wins are two separate things, you know? I mm-hmm. They're, they're ready to get this off the books. Yeah. As far as oh, I'm yeah, no doubt about it. Roger says the uh, 5-1-5 defense we ran the other night is actually a 3-4 with Sweat and uh, Young as old, uh, as outside linebackers. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, Roger knows what he's talking about. Uh, that's why they dropped back in the zone. Sometimes. Yeah. Um, still, I don't think it, it, they, they're supposed to be pass rushers. They don't need to exactly, put the hand man. in the ground. Just get them after. Uh, they don't need to be covering anybody. Uh, the secondary suspect. Yeah, the whole damn secondary. Keanu Neal. Someone just brought up Keanu yeah, Neal. That's yeah, another yeah. great comparison. Armand. Armand, my man. There you go. They, uh, see, there you go. Right there. I know football, baby. I like it yeah. over oh, here. Hey, the, we, know, we, we know, man. We know. Joe Sand. Okay, Timber Base. Okay, gotcha. Um, <laughs> that, oh, the whole secondary suspect. Matt O'Mara, Bills fan. My former college roommate. What's up, man? 
but yeah, I, I mean, the secondary is back. Kendall Fuller, what the hell has happened to Kendall Fuller, man? Something's in his head. I I, I don't know what's crazy because last year he wasn't asked to play in the slot as much. This mm-hmm. and that seemed to be a strong suit. Everybody in the offseason, when they took Benjamin St. Juice, was like, okay, you got the six foot kid out of Minnesota on the yep. outside, big, long, lanky, get disruption line of scrimmage. You put Kendall where he plays best. They let Jimmy Moreland walk. Everybody thought this was a match made in heaven, man. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you know, outside of Kendall Fuller, I mean, William Jackson third. I think he's got four passes defending this year, one interception. He's looked great. And, you know, some people were pinning that Darius Slate almost game-breaking touchdown on him. I need to look to another former big blue player for that. But, I mean, like you said, dude, Kendall Fuller, I, I have no idea what's going on. This should yeah. be where he's thriving, Corey, you'd think, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I would think so, especially uh, Meryl says shouldn't have got rid of Jimmy Moreland. He was good in the slot. Um, I, Yeah, I mean, he was good in the slot. I, I mean, I get that. Uh, I think, you know, between McTire being in there and uh, it, really you get a guy who's kind of almost younger and it's got more. No, about it's like a couple months older than Jimmy Moreland, but has a whole, like three more years of experience there. And exactly. I think that, um, you know, I, I think we invest in these guys. I think it's the same thing with Heineke, right? Uh, the guy played at a Virginia school. That's what I, and I think that's where we get that. We get this love for this guy. Um, let's be honest with you. No competitor picked him up. The Houston no. Texans and Dave, I like to, I, I'll decline um, a third down penalty and punt it. Uh, Cully took him. That's just, I'm just telling y'all that's, this is what like, Come on now, you smelling? You smelling what I'm throwing down here? What's I, up? I, I smell through. I, hey, I smell it. I hear it. I, you know, you we have a really bad tendency yeah. to put these guys on pedestals and give them nicknames and make T-shirts. And and I completely understand that. But like you mm-hmm. said, we don't have people ringing the phone for Jimmy Moore. No, he he no go. he completely outplayed where he was originally. You know, I I mean, mm-hmm. I give him credit. I think he's too good to be a rotational player, but that also doesn't mean that he's better than Kendall Fuller. Nobody thought that coming into mm-hmm. the season. I mean, that's the way things shake out. We're working out kinks still. We we don't know these things, but I, mm-hmm. I don't see I don't see Jimmy Moreland over there making plays on Sunday. So people really need to pump the brakes, man. I understand yeah. you like these guys, you build attachments with them, man. But Jimmy Moreland is not somebody to write home about. Not somebody that mm-hmm. watched the whole team was getting phone calls all day about. Yeah. So people really need to pump the brakes. Yeah, that. I understand, and- but at the same time, you got to be real, right? And I, I honestly think it was an indictment on the 2019 draft class because you only have like three players from that draft class left, Holcomb, Sweat, and Terry. So I, I think that's something um, that's something that you got to look at too. That as well. Um, but you kinda, we kind of move off of the, the troubles with our team. And let me get to a, another comment. The reason defense think is because there's no attention to detail. Uh, it's coaching. I don't give a damn what nobody says. Del Rio is the problem. He needs to take the job at USC, and we get a new defensive coordinator. He can't uh, take Urban Meyer's job. Come on, guys. Uh, yeah, exactly. He's faking heart attacks already, Inject. But, <laughs> but and then, then you know, and to Roger's point, this is what's I, I, I think at the genesis of why we're such uh, a, a um, scorned fran- uh, fan base. Is because it's stuff like this. We don't want anybody to work out problems. Like exactly. fire them any time to work out problems. Right. Fire Jack Del Rio. Fire Jack Del Rio right now. Fire him. Fire him. Fire him. What? Like that makes no sense. 
We don't I understand. Do. You go to the head of the problem. I, right. I understand that logic, but at the same time, Jack Derrio is a very respected coach. Yeah, a very, very. You know, people don't remember this, but if Derek Carr doesn't snap his leg in half, the Raiders were were on the path mm-hmm. to very big success. You know, things don't work out yeah. years after that. But Jack Derrio is a very respected defensive mind. Ask people like Wade Phillips; they speak mm-hmm. very highly. Jack Derrio. Jack Derrio had a really good run in, in Denver as well. So I. Jack Derrio yeah. is not a guy that you want to leave this building. And to me, I mean, right. you look across the league, I can't think of any many coaching staffs that are as well composed, maybe outside of Tampa Bay and a few others, as yeah. Washington is. I mean, you have a great defensive mind as a head coach and defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Scott Turner is really the one with any naivety here. So I pump the brakes yeah. on the Jack Derrio stuff, too. I understand you want to go to the root of the problem, but at the yeah. same time, R-E-L-A-X. There we go. Relax. Relax. Circle the wagon there. Um, And and you look at where he's been at. The 2000 Ravens, he was linebackers coach there. Uh, The next year, he went to Carolina, had Julius Peppers. I mean, think about the people that he's, like, mentored in his defense. Julius Peppers, Vaughn Miller, um, Khalil Mack. And these guys have been good. Like, and I I said this. I, I, I looked up Khalil Mack's stats. Do you know? He had four sacks in his first season. He did not. And then the second season, he had 15. He had a five-sack game at the end of the year. Do you know what week he had recorded his first sack that year, Parker? When when, when Mac recorded his first sack? First sack of his sophomore year? I'd say week 11. Week three. He did it. He did in week three. I mean, regardless, people want that instant gratification. And you can't. You have to understand there are processes mm-hmm. for this. Everybody's still trying to find out who they are, man. And, you know, what did you say? You said uh, four weeks is, is when you're going to cut it off. You're, uh-huh. At four weeks, you're going to judge yeah, yeah, defense. Yeah. And, you know, trends, mm-hmm. the Jack Del Rio defenses, the trend of that is they yep. get better throughout the season. I mean, you know, then there's those people that are like, oh, well, you know, the only times this defense really, really bad, mm-hmm. really bad quarterbacks like san francisco game i, I want to say they had cj bethard under center oh, they like Jesus. to highlight that stuff but at the end of the day man this defense was last year was the magnum o- yeah. expected to do more than that this year i understand yeah. everybody has high standards this year yeah but at the same time man we're we're still a little too early to, to just put a stamp on it you know yeah. I, I really wish people just kind of see how things play out sunday yep all i should be on that game that is one oh, yeah. because that, that's our first elite quarterback on the schedule a little bit early for herbert but Josh mm-hmm. Allen, MVP candidate last year. It's going to be interesting to see how the mm-hmm. defense plays that out. So let's see here. Take this: say we're leaving guys running wide open, uh, way too much playing. For plays sure, I think. Yep. exactly. And Roger said our DB coach can do better, a uh, better job as DC. Woo! Roger, Roger, Roger is not loving this from JDR. My God, he must have saw some of his tweets. I don't blame him. Are we talking about? Yeah, that's true. Um, are we talking about Chris Harris? The secondary is I mean, outside of the linebackers, the secondary is kind of like, I mean, the secondary is kind of twisted too. Let me ask you, can I ask Roger a question? Because I, I want to see what he says to this. All right. Roger, is it Jack Del Rio's fault that Chase Young has subbed himself out way too much? Is that Jack Del Rio's fault that Chase Young is comfortable with Case Hill, James Smith Williams coming on the field a lot more than they should be? Because um, last time I checked the story we were talking about in the offseason, and I, I say pump down on the Chase Young stuff, but. I don't know about you, Corey. I don't know if you're paying attention Thursday night. Yeah. Chase is getting a little bit tired too fast. And I understand you and I are two blokes in, in yeah. Virginia, wherever have you, wherever we inhabit. We don't play football in the National Football League. But right. Jack Del Rio can't go out there and play. 
nope. he can only put these guys in positions to win. I understand he deserves a hand in that, but what do you have to say about guys like Chase Young or just coming off the field a lot more than they should be? That's mm-hmm. not the best players aren't on the field. How can we get the best result if our best players aren't on the field? There you go. I like to see what you pulling himself out of the game a little bit more than he should be. He shouldn't. I think Rod, I think Roger would jump on him. Yep, because they should have been in shape. That's coaching. Now I, Rio. that's effort too. Shout out to the man, the myth. We are not worthy. Hold on. Yeah, take it off. Ambassador Robinson, sir. Thank you for for gracing us with your presence. Um, thank you, sir, uh, for all that you do for us. Um, and uh, hopefully he's in these rooms talking to him and everything. But shout out. <laughs> Y'all, but Chase definitely needs to add something to pay. Yeah, he needs to be working with William Bradley King. That's what I say. Uh, and get some of his moves and his repertoire. Uh, that's why he's on the practice squad, right? That real's been calling uh same timid BS. Yep. Uh let's he deserves see. a part of the blame. No yep. one can disagree with that. Yep. Let's but see. Firing people? Yeah, I ain't firing nobody just yet. I, I'm like, you you got to now. If this team is giving up 50 some points. At 40 some points a game, and like the third down does not get better, like the third down percentage does not get better. I, I'm gonna say, Yeah, somebody's yeah, here. Right like right. Joe Barry still on this. Yeah, ask the Packers how Joe Barry's doing. Mm-hmm. Not too oh, hot. Yeah. I'll take Jack Del Rio every day of the week. Every day of the week, how that man has a job in the NFL is still criminal. That's like never has a job. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys think about Washington OC and how long do you give him this year? If he does not get better, uh, would you get rid of him and who would you go get? So I'm going to tell you this right now. And Parker, you may agree with me. Scott Turner is going nowhere. Uh, and this is a twofold question. Uh, Ron Rivera, when he needed to find a job after he was basically unceremoniously let go from the Bears, North picked him up and promote him to defensive coordinator right before he left there. And then right before he got the head coaching job out there in it's Carolina. A favor. Yeah, it's, it's a, a favor. favor. He will not, Scott ain't going nowhere. And then if you want to look at it from the grand scheme of things too, what, what, like Scott, he's on his sixth starting quarterback. That matters, man. Yeah. I was talking about that earlier on the broadcast. It's yeah. how can you expect Scott to form any team when you got Alex Smith on one mm-hmm. leg, Wayne Haskins and strip clubs. I it's just it's 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 ridiculous. Strip you club put- Simba dollar dollar Wayne, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's his nickname, strip club Simba. But I mean, I mean, as a as a supervisor or just in, in any workplace, how can mm-hmm. you build a rapport or form an identity as a play caller when you know I you mm-hmm. don't have any consistency? And that's what I tell people to ask. I mean, you, you talk about the North Turner connection, that's an absolutely brilliant point. I kind of view Turner in the same light as a guy like Dan Snyder. He's not going anywhere anytime soon, man. So just kind of pump the brakes. Exactly. I mean, he's going to get his his shot here. And, and I definitely see a guy like JDR being out for I see a guy like Scott Turner being off. And I see JDR as the lesser of two evils. But, mm-hmm. I mean, Scott Turner, you, you, you got to take all that context into account and, and understand that might be the most consistency we've had. And we're talking about a guy that was taking mathematics six months ago. That's your most consistent signal caller. So, yeah. Two sides yeah, that's of the coin. Shout out to B Nizzle who comes on. Uh, one of my boys, he called him Home Depot because he's working at he said he's working at Home Depot before he got here. But Armand is 110% correct here. Jack Del Rio is a legit head coach, Thank which you. is true. Uh Del Rio carried this team while Ron was getting cancer treatment. Our memories are too short. Exactly. I, I 110% agree with you there, Armand, with 
the checkmate right there. What's up, Heavy Chevy? How you doing? Carl Ryan said, I believe when Samuel comes back, uh, he will be a spark for us, uh, and we will win, win, win. I agree that we need to get the uh, Paul Richardson of uh, this this uh, class, this free agency class. Yes, he needs to get on the field. Uh, get him for because, his six games. Yeah, yeah. Damn. What's up, Franklin? Warpath, slapping tables, Washington style. You know that's right. Uh, where is the press man? Lord have mercy. Yes, indeed. We know. Where is that press man? Get up in his face. I say get up in. Like, you. we got to get our corners up in people's face. Like, make them cut. You get five yards, get a little bump. Get a little bump on these guys. That just means they're not physical. Um, and, and that could be that. You know, that could be your defensive uh, backs coach who, who's coaching them up, uh, Roger. So yeah. but that's that's under my business. One big operation, yeah, right. Mr. Roger. <laughs> Chain of command. Chain of command. Oh, man, let me get it. Uh, let's see. Maddie, what's up? Maddie. Crowley. Maddie. I, Maddie, see, man. Saw yeah. her FedEx Thursday night. She, they, See, Freddie. Freddie was too good. He asked me where was I, and I said, hey, I'm here. Where y'all at? And he never responded to me. So my feelings are hurt, Freddie. Man, he got me going, man. I was hype running through the through the side of this. Let's go. Let's go. Maddie was was in her element, man. It was was one big party, man. It was one big party. Shout out to Maddie. Oh, Lord. Uh, The rivalry between her and Rio continues, though, apparently. So (laughs) Del Rio looks like he's calling preseason defense. And, you know, I'm going to circle with Heavy Chevy says here, too, because that was the knock on the Patriots a lot of times when they had Brady and stuff. Um, they would start out two and two or like three and one. They'd have one bad loss, and then they would start putting things together. This defense was not that good. Like in, in to what you said earlier, Parker, Jack Del Rio's uh defense is like fine wine, it ages as it, it goes down. Yeah, it keeps on getting better. So we're gonna be all right. Just just sit back. Uh, just don't drink the fern. Let it go through the fermentation process. I like and that. Gonna, I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna roll with that. I like that. Okay, copyright. We, we're gonna copyright strike him if you do that. Also, you can check out <laughs> Sideline Washington on YouTube. Uh, got Parker here with it. Hoping DeAndre Carter takes one to it's gonna happen. Uh, Riskin D is gonna show up on Sunday. Yes, and Ava, what's up again? And yeah, I, so we kind of um go into what's up, Zeke fan. Let's talk about the Bills just a little bit more here, and then we'll get into our six-pack of questions. Josh Allen, I ran some numbers here. 56% completion um, percentage so far over two games. And here's your keys to victory. You can also check this out on HTWR's podcast that came out today. Uh, he is 1-8. The Bills are 1-8 when he throws two or more interceptions. So you got to get two interceptions there. He's 0-3 at home when that happens. But here's where the struggle is. And Washington's uh, both quarterbacks that Washington's played against have completed at least 66% of their pass. They ain't good. Uh, oh, by the way, Josh Allen, 16-1 and when he completes uh, 63, uh, 65% of his passes or more. Yes. 8-0 uh, when he throws for over 300 yards. Six and two when he rushes for 50 yards. He's a dual threat quarterback. He's got a big arm there. Eight, um, two weeks as well. So he, he brings it with his legs. That was yeah. kind of an issue with Daniel Jones as well. So mm-hmm. that's something you got to monitor. You got to correct. Is, is you got to keep that yeah. guy inside the pocket and make him beat you with his arm. Yeah. I, I think that that's key. You got to keep him contained. And then also, uh, I guess your key weapon you would think on offense would be uh, Stefan Diggs, right? Uh, this is a guy who I think William 3 6, you're going to have to have him match up with William 3 6 the whole time. Uh, and 
I think Will can I think Will can take advantage of him here. For uh, sure. Don't get him mismatched with St. Jude's because I think it's going to be a nightmare. And I'm just going to guarantee if you pull the same crap you pulled with Darius Slayton, he won't miss. He no, won't miss. He won't. And, and, and I'll tell you this. One thing about Josh Allen, I was doing a little bit of homework, is distributing the ball. Mm-hmm. You know, Diggs, 21 targets, Beasley, 17, Sanders, 14. So that's a pretty even array where, you know, over here at the Washington football team, you got Terry's got 18, Humphreys has got 10, Tom's got 10, Brown got 10. So, I mean, he knows his top three playmakers. Right. And they have a very good run game. And Emmanuel Sanders hasn't re- quite made his mark on this season yet, but he's a dormant deep threat. He will burn you if you let him. He can still play in this league, man. So, Josh Allen, also a good decision maker. But when he's down, he's down bad. And if you yeah. can keep him there, you can edge him out. That's yeah. a great point by you, Corey. Uh, Devin, Devin Singletary leading the way on the ground, but Josh Allen right behind him. Uh, 153 yards on the ground for Singletary, 76. And then Zach Moss, uh, 26 yards rushing. He's got two touchdowns that they had in that shutout win against uh, Miami. Uh, yes, and, and it's kind of weird to say that a team that just beat uh, Miami, who Miami's not nothing to put you to stick your nose out uh, up there. They're a little brother of that right? division. But, I mean, you know, they're getting there, but, you know, they've got, like, I, I don't know if Tua should be quarterback or it should be at a nursing home. I, I'm still trying to figure this out. Speaking there. of bad hips. Shout, yeah, exactly. Uh, shout out to uh, Alabama. Uh, but, you know, I, I mean, you, you look at these guys. Um, they they were – they qualified for the AFC championship game last year. This is – Washington has not won – up there since 1987, Jay Schrader and company led the way um, for them. Also, they got, I mean, so this is a, we don't go up there that often, but this is a raucous environment. And after Bill's Mafia lost against Pittsburgh, they're going to be ready, man. They're going to ready to smash the table upside your head. And Chris Collinsworth said yeah. home field advantage is back in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Look at that Monday night game. Tell, tell me how the Baltimore fans yep. affected the outcome of that game. Yep. It's Bill's mafia is nothing to play with, man. Nothing to yeah. play with at all. I, you ain't lying. Always enjoy Warpath. I think Buffalo is too strong and not as confident a team. Uh, the uh, about the team since the first oh, game. Well, okay, I ain't got you. Uh, we got to get pressure on Allen all day. Uh, you've got to get calculated pressure on him. And what do I mean by that is, uh, you can't just go in there and uh be unchecked. Play him like he's Daniel Jones. Right, right. That, that's can't what play you him. Can't do. Cannot play him like Daniel Jones. Uh, he is fleet of foot, and he will get there. Shout out to Toothpick. We're getting ready to go on the first string podcast here pretty soon. Uh, two should be on JV team. My boy, the OG Marcus Purnell, big up Sanchez four five. McCain will start at free safety. He has great game experience with Buffalo over the last three years. Equals six games. Amen to that. We don't believe in complimentary football. The offense is spineless, no toughness, and physicality. Yet the O line is much better run blocking than pass blocking. Not wrong about that last part. Yeah, not wrong about that. Yeah, they they are. You you he's right about that. Um, and you know. Also, you got to be smart in play calling. I don't blame Taylor Heineke for that la- that interception as much as I blame Scott Turner because you're north of the two minute warning. And why are you throwing the ball? That, that, ball that's the first control. thing. We exactly. Need to be a ball control team. All we had to do was ice the game out. You know, Freddie, mm-hmm. don't be cute. We, we can't afford to be cute. Nope. We don't have the weapons, the armory to compete. Teams like Buffalo. So you have 
to keep the ball away from Josh Allen. It's as simple as that. Yeah. Josh Allen does not need to be on the field. The less time he is on the field, this game will be dictated by yeah. time of possession. Period. Oh, you're right. You're right. I'm like, you know, I'm thinking of Eddie Murphy movies, right? I, I'm thinking I want Mama Clump. I don't want Carla Purdy. Thank Just you. Just Mama Clump. Mama Clump going to make sure you fed and you're home and you're happy. Miss Purdy, we don't know. because This is why you make the big bucks, man. That those. Yeah. Hey, How you doing? Tried How you true, doing? To the point, baby. Hey, this is what I'm saying, man. You get no. It's just what ready, ready. What's up, man? Um, but yeah, and, and you know, on defense, that Leslie Freight, and there's a lot of familiarity in this game. Yeah, Sean McDermott was in Carolina, was the defensive coordinator for um for for Ron Rivera, and also uh, they come from the Andy Reid tree. They both they were in Philadelphia too for a while. We're copying their blueprint. We just yeah. don't have Josh Allen yet. Period. Yeah, and, we, and we don't have the overweight um Wilford Brimley that we need uh as head coach. <laughs> it's Ron Rivera. So, you know, oh sorry. Big. Oh, by the way. Uh, but, <laughs> you know, it, it's a carbon copy. These guys will be familiar. Eric Washington is up there, who's the defensive coordinator uh Ron's last year. He's the defensive line coach. I think they said Mark. drafted Logan Thomas as well. Yes, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Carolina, no, no, he played for him. Remember, Arizona right. drafted. Right. Yeah, Arizona drafted him. Uh, but Damn, shout out right. to Logan Tom. Hey, how about what? pretty Ricky, though? How about pretty Ricky Seals? They catch, brother. One touchdown. I mean, he he was there when it mattered most. Mm-hmm. And I was, you know, we we're talking about all the ladies were. But I, I thought that Ricky Seal Jones brought that veteran leadership to mm-hmm. that core and man he 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 made it count when he got his look in that game and 13.7 completion percentage I'd say play of the season so far I mean you heard Joe mm-hmm. Buckle in the commentary booth man he was he sounded like a little girl up there you know he, he he's back in the candy store he, it's just pristine football and hopefully he has a little bit more of a role in this tight end group moving mm-hmm. forward he definitely yeah. made the most of his opportunity Yep. Uh and when you talk about broadcasters too, uh Gus Johnson is back in the um in the NFL. So that's good to have there. So if you want to see a lot of screaming, uh it's a religious experience to listen to Gus Johnson. Uh he's got getting away from the cop speed, right? Uh, but uh, <laughs> we got a lot. He, that's what he's saying about Chris Johnson. What about I I think there's some similar comments with RG3 as well. I it's, oh! it's- Oh, before we even get into that, I got to, uh, let's go one last thing. I, I'll take Armand's question here. We have a lot of business, uh, a lot of business to do on the D-line. Settle seems to be the odd man out. Should we sign him now before he walks in free agency? Um, it's too early to tell. I, I would say that. I don't know. What, what do you say, Parker? Armand, I, I, I tell you this. I know that you've been watching ever since the Jimmy Moreland topic came up. Let's not put these guys on a pedestal, okay? Mm-hmm. Tim Settle's not starting a defensive tackle for any other team. You got Matthew Ionice kind of struggling to stay in the field. You're going to have to run pain for at least a couple more seasons. You're going to have that 50- town for maybe a quarterback. Who knows? Uh, one of these guys is going to go. And I can understand how mm-hmm. you want to have somebody there as kind of an insurance policy. But uh, if you can do it on a low-end deal, kind of something reminiscent of what Matthew Ionice got, you do it. But you don't. You're not you're no rush to put pen to paper for a guy like Tim Settle. I hate to say it. You know, we, we love these local guys, right, Corey? We, yeah, we love we these do. tech boys here in the nation's capital, but I there's definitely no urgency to, to re-sign Tim Settle. But congratulations, Tim Settle. Yeah. Uh officially engaged, I think, uh yeah. a couple days ago. So congratulations to him. 
Shout out to Stonewall Jackson High School. Well, they're not that anymore, but um, shout out to the masses boy there. Uh, Brasaurus says, hey, he was there. Only game matters. Two teams in the Super Bowl. He was there and many. Oh, okay. It was cold in Lord the dome. Ron Vera preaches discipline, but he needs to tighten up on game day details. Yes, that's always been a knock on him. Ionitis needs to chill this week. Uh, his knee is sore, so settle should get more run. We need Maddie to get Matt to get healthy for the long run. Long um, run. yeah, I get I, I get that you need to do it, but you're be, this is starting to become a common theme for Matt Ionitis. This he is it's real. He, he is who he is. He, he, he's getting hurt, but but we're going to hold on. It's like the Reuben Foster thing. Everybody told me, oh, Reuben Foster's going to come on. He's going to come on. He's going to play. No, guess what? He's still looking for a job here. Um, so I'll ask you one last question here um, about this game as we kind of went around the whole gauntlet. Um, Washington wins if. What do we need to do? Give me three points that they need to take care of uh, to win this ballgame, Parker. Washington wins if Antonio Gibson scores his first touchdown of the season. Uh, Antonio Gibson uh, has been a very good weapon so far, uh, mm -hmm. no pun intended, uh, but still hasn't found pay dirt. Uh, I really feel like, like I said, th this can be a ball control team. Uh, I think we were talking about Singletary and him earlier. Mm -hmm. uh, Antonio Gibson, 159 yards so far on the season. Uh, Got to watch ball security. Uh, I think if Antonio Gibson, I said the Wash football team lives and dies by Antonio Gibson in 2021. So if Antonio Gibson has his best performance of the year so far, keeps the ball nice and snug, I, I, I think if he has a big day, we end up edging them out. Uh, of course, point number two, you got to keep Josh Allen in the pocket. You, mm -hmm. you got to keep him in the middle there. At the end of the day, some of his best throws are, are when he is on the run. That's when his mechanics really start kicking in. He is he is the all-purpose quarterback. He can do everything you ask him to do. Uh like I said, on the run, he's made some of his best throws. So you got to keep Josh Allen in the pocket. I I, I think the, the Washington football team wins this game if the defense gets at least three sacks. Um, three sacks. Okay. You got to get to him. That's a goal number for me in this game, three sacks. Uh, number three, give J.D. McKissick the ball. He had the biggest play for the Washington football team with his yard reception. You know, you look around this linebacker in core, Corey. You got Matt Milano, big, mm -hmm. big money man over there. You got AJ Klein, uh, the only guy who I think leg against, um, excuse me, JD McKissick in open field is a guy like Tremaine Edmonds. So mm -hmm. you, you kind of put, you take advantage of these mismatches, man. You take advantage of some of that speed you have. I'd like to see Jarrett Patterson get some looks, man. We really need to take advantage uh, of the speed. We have the skill player positions. I, Feed J.D. McKissick, 80 receptions last year, finally had, a, finally had a role in week two, and look what happens. 80-plus receiving yards has, in my opinion, the biggest play of the game on a two-play mm -hmm. scoring drive. Get J.D. McKissick the ball. Get J.D. McKissick the ball. Contain Josh Allen. And I think the first one I said was what? I already forgot. God, I went a little bit of a rant there. But th those are my three points. Yep. Gibson, Gibson, get a touchdown. Contain Josh Allen. Excuse me. And then your last point here. So, hey. Yeah, I, I like it, man. I, I think that I think you got to force turnovers to Josh Allen. That's probably that my well. biggest thing. Uh, pick him off. I think you can rattle him. Uh, they, we have seen that there is a kink in the armor uh, with the Superman known as um, known as Josh Allen. And I mean, he's MVP candidate. I mean, Buffalo's a Super Bowl contender, as they say. Uh, so what's up, Red Wolf Rick? How you doing? They need to give Gibson oh. the fr freaking bowl. Yes, exactly. Thoughts on Heineken Bud Heineke's Bud Light sponsorship? 
Um, it, it, it's it's bad. Uh, Rio Robinson is saying thirty to twenty Buffalo. Okay, there you go. They would cut Buffalo with cover too. Um, so either way. Um, so I don't know if you. I don't know if you're big into music. Apparently, Little Nas X wants to be the next quarterback for the Washington football. Wait a minute. That was RG3. Yeah, it was RG3. It was RG3. Oh, oh, okay. Okay, shoot. That gun it. I they look alike. So I I I'm serious, Park. I didn't know this. Hey, that Beetle TV does things to you, man. You, yeah, you become man. Hollywood. You become yeah, Hollywood. I, I was like, I thought he wanted to come and sing Old Town Road or something, like like get Billy Bob Thornton and stuff. Uh, up here and not Bill Bob Thornton, whatever his name is. Robert's uh, been living vicariously yeah. through Lamar Jackson the last couple of years. I think he he hasn't realized he's still mm-hmm. on great. Yeah. Great on TV, though. Great on TV. Yeah. He needs to stay on TV. He I don't know why yes. he all of a sudden wants to speak on us. Like it hasn't always been mm-hmm. nothing but nasty stuff being thrown around. But come on, Robert, you got to do better than that, man. I love you. I'll never be able to get rid of your jersey. <laughs> don't give him any airtime. I hey, hey, hey. I, I can't disagree with you. I can't disagree with you. That's why I said Lil Nas X, Rio. That's all. So, uh, yeah, these people are like, uh, and I'm like, oh, he he got to make the call. Make the call, who? Shut up. Are I mean, serious? we're not going to think we give RG3 a call. I... Come on, that, man. That's why I'm like, you're going to get give RG3 a call. Stop it. We're not in that the word, desperate, okay? In the, words, uh, in the words of my boy Travis Thomas, how's my ass sound? Uh, there we go. <laughs> But um, so I get you. I got six picks. We used to do this on Fridays. Now the COVID, uh, COVID has kind of um, allowed us to play football again. I do Friday night football, so I can't do this on Fridays. But I give a six pack. We're going to crack it open and we might have a little bit extra here. So I, I've got uh, a few games, a couple of national televised games here and a couple of best games around. So first it. thing is. I think the worst undefeated team goes to Houston to take on one of the worst teams in the league, Carolina on Thursday night football down there in the land of the space shuttles. Who you got in that one? What do you like in that game? You know, I love Washington football team. Twitter uh, told us that uh, Davis Mills is the same Twitter that told me that Josh Rosen should be quarterback one-on-one at some point. I think the Carolina Panthers, they've turned it around. Matt rules finally got his guys in house. JC Horn looks to be legit. And Sam Darnold finally knows how to play quarterback. So I don't know what the spread is or the odds or any of that, over-under, whatever have you. I got the Carolina Panthers uh, edging edging them out here. I think it's going to be close, but I I think the Panthers come out on top. Okay, Parker's going with the – oh, he thinks Matt Rule's got it going on. Okay, let's see. And for the fact here, let's see. Uh, That – good God. They (laughs) – minus seven and a half according to FanDuel. I would I would have thought it'd be more than that, Ooh, especially God, with a rookie still... starting at quarterback on a team that, quite frankly, just isn't very good. Oof. Shout out to Tyrod, though, man. God, God, can't catch a break. Can't on the road, yeah. Stabbed in the lungs, and yeah. How's, how's my How's my lungs feeling? Yeah, they're good. They're they're not punctured. Uh, <laughs> best one o'clock game I think so far. The Chargers go to Kansas Kitty. They're six and a half point dogs. What does Justin Herbert do? Who bounces back in this one? One of these teams is going one and two, and one of them's going to two and one. Who gets it in Kansas City? I'm taking the Chiefs and the Chefs. We, exactly. I mean, it's hard to pick against Patrick Mahomes. I mean, I know we saw Lamar mm-hmm. Jackson finally get the monkey off his back and, and, and beat the guy 
100. That became a little bit of a storyline. Baltimore mm-hmm. needed that win. You know, the Chargers get them twice. You, you want to say they'll bounce back after kind of a disappointing performance against the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. But I think the Chiefs are going to roll in and show us that they're exactly who we think they are. And this Chargers team's still a little young, still a little raw, still got some things to learn. I think that they'll split long term. But right. as far as being this early in the season, I see the, the Chiefs coming out on top. Kind of boring pick, but. Hey, then that's a fun. Um, let's see. I, I'm going the battle of the undefeated here. Two and oh, two and oh. Uh, Tampa Bay goes to game of the week, Los Angeles. Yeah, this is definitely the game of the week. I don't know who has, I guess Fox has that game. So, uh, who wins in LA? It really makes me sad, Corey. I, I really, really did want Matthew Stafford to be wearing Bergen and gold this year. And, and you know, listen to Rio's show, Raw Talk. Make sure you guys check that out. He and Mike Silver on. That became very close to becoming reality. But yep. he's playing for Sean McVay. They went on vacation together. And Play Matthew Stafford Kershaw. looks like a brand-new man, Corey. Yeah. He looks like a brand-new man. And I still think Tom Brady's Tom Brady. And he really – if there's anybody who's going to play this – but – I, some people say it's an upset. I got the Rams taking this one. I really do. I, I think okay. they have all the big playability in the world. I think the Buccaneers, all things are clicking for them. They bring back all 22 starters. Good on them. Mm-hmm. But I think the Rams show that as far as the heavyweights, we're talking about the Buffalo Bills being the heavyweights of the AFC. I think mm-hmm. the Rams are in that discussion. They are content. Okay. He says the Rams there. Yeah. So uh, do you want to you wanna say it right here? Keep it on tape. This is a preview of the NFC Championship. Game. That's I, you took the words right when I, when I was looking at the game, the odds and all that, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. But I I got the Rams. I really do. Okay, this is gonna be a good one there. Four o'clock uh, down there in LA. Uh, Green Bay is at San Francisco, and if I'm oh, looking at isn't this, that the right, Sunday night game. That is the Sunday night game. Uh, San Francisco is gonna be in their ninety four throwbacks. So uh, as we wait okay. for. So while we're waiting all day for Sunday night, Packers um, are dog three and a half dogs there. Who wins this game after lackluster performance at Philadelphia by San Francisco? But also, um, we really don't know what the. I feel like the Packers are the biggest enigma right now in the NFL. We don't know what they are. I know that their defense with Joe Barry is, is not very good. That's true. I, I do know that. And I do know that uh, if this was a relationship, if, if Aaron Rodgers and the Packers were dating, he is what you would say is already mentally checked out. He can take all that stuff. Pers- they just don't look like a team that has any fire or even looks mm-hmm. like they are halfway what they were last year. And here's the thing about the San Francisco 49ers. Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt last year. Of course they go out and draft Trey Lance. People want to have over exaggerations of that, but, this is still the team that went to the Super Bowl in 2019. Yeah. You look across the board, when Nick Bosa is putting his hand in the dirt, that is a different defense. George Kittle's healthy. Debo Samuel's healthy. I know they lost Raheem Mostert, but, I mean, they've always kind of dealt with a different array of running backs over there in San Francisco. I'm taking San Francisco in this matchup. Sam Fran, he's That's going funny. with the f- 49ers. Okay. I'm going with the Niners here. They're still a great football team. I, I got to give it to them. I think Jimmy and them are going to edge them out. I don't think it's going to be a pretty game, but I think they're going to edge mm-hmm. them out. Okay. Uh, Monday night game. Uh which I wish that whole um, border at Jerry's uh, playhouse would fall on both of them, but that won't happen. <laughs> Philadelphia is at Dallas. <sighs> Zach Ertz not playing either. Yeah, we're going Cowboys here. Yeah, got to go Cowboys, man. The Eagles yeah. is – Hurts is going to make it interesting, but mm-hmm. there's too much firepower on that offense, man, as much as I hate to say it. Too much. Yeah. 
So sad to be, folks, that the Dallas Cowboys could be in the driver's seat in the NFC East come um, after Monday. A couple of other games I kind of uh, made note here. Uh, Indianapolis at Tennessee. Of course, Carson Wentz is uh, not playing in this game. So I, I I like Tennessee in this. Derrick Henry looked like he was back running through Seattle's defense. My goodness, uh, what a comeback effort by them. I mean Jacob Eason versus the Titans. I think I know where I think I know where betting man's going with this one. I don't mean to speak for anybody, but I, I don't think Jacob Eason's gonna fare well against this sometimes suspect, but overall still pretty good Tennessee Titan defense. So I, I I got the Titans in this one. Okay, and here's a here's another one there for you. This is the last one. I know I said six, but I'll give you this one. In the land of lobster, a man who is known for his love of crab legs will travel up to New England as Orleans Saints. Go up to Foxborough, which I think, low-key, this could be a very good game. That's the dark horse for the weekend. I Honestly, yes. I, I didn't even look at that one. I, I'm intrigued. Yes. You, you sold me on that, Corey. Oh, I'm intrigued. Yes. I, will Jameis Winston eat a W in Foxborough? I don't know. He might be eating grass if that's the case. But, uh, oh, no, man. What you going? You going lobsters or crab legs here? Oh, man. That's. Either That's way, you a got really tough butter. one to pick because you had the Saints really good performance of week one blowing at the Packers, the team who we said we didn't know they were. Maybe mm-hmm. we don't know who the Saints are. The roof blown off them by the Panthers. But yeah. Mac Jones and this New England team are, are, are going to be playing in January. I, I, I in that sentiment. But Mac Jones is getting comparisons to Tom Brady for a reason. He's safe. He's smart. Takes care of the ball. Good start for Damon Harrison over there as well. And that defense got a lot of stars returning after COVID. Mm-hmm. I'm very high on the Patriots, and I sort of really don't know who the Saints are. And Rio Watts right now knows how I feel about Jameis Winston. He still is who he is. He mm-hmm. can go get his master's degree all at once. I don't think he didn't learn much. So I'm, I'm taking the Patriots. But it could be a trick. I, I, I like the way you said it. So I'm, I'm taking like, the it's just like, it, it, I don't know, it's a little tasty. That's a, a tasty, tasty one right there for you. But either way, you're going to have hot butter and garlic, and it will all be good. Uh, but before we wrap up here, y'all, uh, Parker, this has been a this has been a blast, man. I'm going to get you back on here um, because it, this was good, and I uh, appreciate you and, and your time. And also, guys, don't forget to check Parker out. You can check him out personally at Parker Hamlet on Twitter instagram also check out sideline washington him rio uh they do a good job over there as well at uh sidelines underscore wft check that out and also the link to the facebook uh not the facebook why am i saying facebook the link to the youtube channel is in there go out there and subscribe to these fellas because they do good stuff my guy manny what's up manny we're just trying to be like you Corey. just trying to be like what's up manny what's up Stop. Don't you do that. Don't you do that. I, I tell you that all the time. But also, y'all, don't forget, on Sunday, this is the stream where if you saved your Super Chat money, bring it out because all the proceeds will go to the Hog Farmers Charity because September 26th is the day that Congress made uh, September Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. So all that go to the Hog Farmers, help them out with what they're doing over there and their mission uh, to help uh, bring awareness and help out uh, children with pediatric cancer and help their families out as well. Chris and uh, and Jeff and all those guys, uh, uh, Keith and, and Corey, farmers, they do they do one Great bang dude. up of a job. They're great guys. 
and um, we just want to do a little bit to help them out here. So make sure you bring your Super Chat money, and we, we'll keep a running tally of that too so we make sure that it gets them, and it'll be from the On the Warpath family. So y'all make sure y'all check that out. But uh, Parker, man, do you have any final thoughts before we wrap this one up? I think we're going to learn who the Washington football team is on Sunday. Yes. And this, this is, like Rivera said, I'll beat it in the ground. This is a measuring stick game. It really is. This, this We got a heavyweight fighter. We're, we're, we're traveling to them. They were a couple plays away from being the Super Bowl. If we are trying to be like Buffalo, I, I guess we're going to learn. If, if we are, we're just their little brother looking up to them. We're, we're going to find that out come Sunday. And Taylor Heineke, all eyes are on you, man. This yep. is your moment. and. It's going to be great to watch. And like you said, Corey, I, I've had an absolute blast with you too, brother. It's it's always a pleasure chopping up with you. Came Appreciate over there it. talking to me in my little lone. Yeah. And I was like, he's over there. And I was like, oh, wow. I was like, I said, oh, Parker. John was like, yeah, Parker's over there. I said, well, hell, let me go over here and talk to him for a little bit. And, uh, yeah, I, over there. I ain't got money like you, Corey, but I, yeah. I, 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 I have a little privacy over there. Man, I was like, shoot. Man, we had fights and everything going all over my sex. I was like, good God, y'all. I said, would you stop? But I refuse to put that on social media. I'm not putting that out there in the air. Uh, but yeah, man, it, it, it's good. And I, I think our, you know, like you said, is it are we are we a measuring stick or are we dipsticks? We're gonna find out here on we're Sunday. Gonna find out. We're gonna find out what we're gonna do here. Does the oil work there? Shout out, Kenny. What's up, man? Needs to play Jared Patterson. That's right. Go check out Kenny. My man, uh, all he does is cook. He's a big Wizards fan. Check him out. And Anna, like Anna said, make sure you check out the stream um, on Sunday so we can do that. But as always, y'all, for my man, Parker Hamlet, go check him out. Sidelines, Mr. Rudy himself. He's on Twitch, too, so you got to go check him out there. Um, but as always, y'all, make sure you, we keep that same energy. Slap a table once in a while. We'll outlast the bastards together. I'm Sanchez 405. Love, peace, and hell. Till next time. See you Sunday, Buffalo, 12.30. We'll be on. We out. Maybe. Hold on. Here we go. Now we out. No, not yet. Now we out. Yes.